end of story, I'm sick of hearing this sort of nonsense from these people. Ridiculous. Yeah. Shame on you, people. Yeah. You've been here for 10 seconds, and you're going to run the joint. I can get over here. Because it's hot in here, I'm sweating like a pig. Hey everyone, welcome to Commanding the Narrative, a new podcast here with uh, Richard Storch and Sam Buno. How are you, gentlemen? Good, Steve, and yourself, mate? Good, Steve. Thank you. How are you, Richard? I'm good. That's the way. Did you enjoy that little intro then? Very nice. Yes. (laughs) Short, sharp, and sweet. (laughs) Short, sharp, and sweet. That's how we like it. Uh, This would be the distance away from you now, so you can't even put my hand around you. Yeah, that's good. I don't want your arm around me. I don't like to be touched. <laughs> it's bigger than the dog box we are in the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, we've got way more room here. We're in Richard's lovely house, so thank you for hosting us, Richard. My pleasure. So what is all this about? What is commanding the narrative? Well, commanding the narrative is to Just bring your microphone a little bit closer or aim it towards you. Is to analyse what's actually happening at the moment in our political scene. And last week was a very interesting week. Uh, last week we had a mutiny. A mutiny? A mutiny. And you know how they say that uh, politics is Hollywood for ugly people? Mm. We saw a lot of ugly people taking the stage. That's why I'm trying to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be too good looking. I don't know about that. <laughs> So the, the Prime Minister, as usual, was, was absent. In his, in his absence, when he wasn't on the bridge, um, his executive officer, Richard Miles, took command mm. and decided that he was going to be a winner and he was going to win. So that's what he did. But what so, was all this about? This is about the High Court decision to release people from indefinite detention. And the government claims that it didn't know that it was coming and, of course, we know that they were lying and they knew as far back as June last this year that that was going to happen. Mm. And they were caught unprepared because they arrogantly assumed that they would just get their own way and the High Court would, would, not, would not give them an adverse ruling. So faced with that reality... Um, we watched the Home Affairs Minister posture and lie and deceive and do all the things that she's so good at. So for people that don't know who the Home Affairs Minister is... It's Claire O'Neill. Okay. And then she tried to sort of throw, throw her subordinate, Andrew Giles, the Immigration Minister, under the bus as well. And in the end, Richard Miles went to Peter Dutton and said, what do we have to do to fix this? So Peter Dutton said, well... Your legislation's rubbish. You've got to do these six amendments, and then we'll then we'll support it. So Richard Miles made a point of reading out those six amendments in Parliament, point by point, so there could be no future revisionism about what had actually happened. Amazing week. Um, the, the the government lost its way after the High Court ruling. Just just on top of what happened with the Voice, I think they've just lost the narrative. And, boy, like Christmas can't come quick enough for them. Yep. So 
you say Richard Miles was, I guess, the leader of yeah. this mutiny. So what is he, what was his aim? Well, in Hollywood, there are two famous mutinies. There's Mutiny on the Bounty, which has been made into a movie three times, mm. and there's the Kane Mutiny, which has been made into a movie now three times. The last version will be coming out very shortly. Mm. And the Kane Mutiny is more appropriate because it's about um, a US Navy captain who becomes extremely paranoid and... Um, he basically loses his command or his ability to command and puts the whole ship at risk and the executive officers forced to mutiny. Mm. And most of the movie's about the court-martial. So basically that's what happened. That's a, that's the closest story that we can have to what happened last week. Okay. I, I have a slightly different angle to that. I, I okay. think, I think um, Miles, Miles tried to... What happened 15 years ago when when the boats came to the country, they lost a plot there and they just didn't know what to do. And I think Miles... Just come a bit closer, Sam. Miles just um, decided, boy, we don't want to get caught up with this because this is in opposition, Dutton's, Dutton's favour here. He lost a bit of skin from within his own party and membership base. They'd be, they'd be saying to themselves, what's going on here? We're basically liberal liberal coalition light on this issue and with that, it's not what we stand for. And well, Miles has shown the political now saying, boy, we, we don't want to get caught with this because we'll get killed. He said, well, he went to, then he went to Dutton and said, okay, what do you want to do? And as, as Richard said, well, do you do this, this, and we'll part, put it through. But the, the left wing of the Labor Party would be just saying to themselves, what's going on here? Shocking. And they'd be saying, what, what, what's the point of paying membership? And don't, don't you think that's a little mild? They would be going more than what's going on here, don't you think? <laughs> I, I, was, I was being diplomatic. That's what Rich coming why, from why, me. Why, why be diplomatic? <laughs> this is not a diplomatic situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just think they've learned the lessons from learned the lessons from 10 years ago. They didn't want they want this is not their ground. They said, let's just get this done, get it out, cop a bit of stuck stick in the weekend press, and then hopefully Monday come clean. Hmm. What about Albanese and all of this? Well, well he wasn't there, was he? <laughs> he was overseas. Yep. He didn't want a bar of it. And he he would never have agreed to the legislation in the first place, I don't think. And that's that's where the mutiny is because it's Richard Miles's call and he didn't have that call to make as deputy, but, but he it, made it anyway because he wanted to win. But a, mut a mutiny is a pretty, uh, a pretty serious claim. What's the what's the outcome of it? What happens next? Well, it's only a, it's a, it's only a pretty serious claim if you acknowledge that there's been one that's actually happened. <laughs> I mean, okay. can't you see the denial? <laughs> yeah, so Albanese <laughs> is just going to ignore what happened. Yeah, it's like, oh well, yeah, I would have done that anyway. Or if he's pushed, that's what he would say. But in actual fact, he would not have done that. But what's happening behind the scenes? Well, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we won't know that for another 15 years' time when they, when they have their memoirs and things like that. <laughs> five years' time, it depends on what's really Oh, I think we might know a bit sooner. But nothing's been leaked in the press, so they're still pretty solid behind. There's been nothing. No. Well, I can see cracks. There are cracks. There are some yeah, cracks. splinters, but there's not cracks. Splinters. Splinters? Oh, no, I think well, they're some, cracks. Some of these, their cheerleaders in the Canberra press, press bubble of uh 
Uh, David Cray three months ago saying they're looking at a second term next now. He wrote on Saturday that this has gone here, this has gone wrong here. You know? This doesn't look good. The, the, the government's lost a bit of skin in this and suddenly the poll, opinion polls have come down a bit. And Oh, just a bit? Yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest fall I've ever seen. <laughs> it's almost rud stuff, wasn't it, for 50 I mean, what, what we're, 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 what, six, we're, we're five weeks on from The Voice yeah. and the government's lost four points. That's a lot of that's 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 the biggest that's the biggest I've ever seen. So under Rudd we had pink bats and we had boat arrivals and we had tremendous amount of wastage and debt. And the kitchen cabinet. Yeah. And it and it saw Rudd not even serve a full term. He even yeah, yeah, he came back later. But how does this performance by the Albanese government compare to the Rudd government? Is it worse? Or is it completely different? Or is it slightly better? Is it more disciplined? These guys aren't as good at lying. Well, that's a good thing. No, it's a bad thing for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on the perspective you're looking at, I suppose. I, 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 I mean, I mean, Rudd could tell you that you know black was white, and and you know, a, a good part of the population would would believe him. Mm. I, I think this government's run out of political capital and I don't think anyone's really prepared to accept anything they say without, without a, a lot of scepticism. On, on the government side, that they would have had some good news yesterday with the inflation figure. Down, it's down to 4.9, so it's better than 5.6, so any good news is good news for them. Mm. Do, you, do you really think it's going to help? Well, it, to stem a bit of bleeding at the moment, any news is good. But it's one, it's one figure. True, but at least it will. When, you're in, when you've had a bad couple of weeks or bad since the voice, any news is good news. Sam, anyone that's paying household bills knows that if that's, if that's come down, it's only a temporary thing because all the rest of the bills are just going up and up and up. I know that, but I'm talking about the politics of it, not the person out Western Sydney and stuff like that. You know, I'm talking about... That. The news is that inflation has come down a bit, whether you like it or not. It's down to four point nine. That would give them a bit, a little bit of relief that there won't be an interest rate rise on Tuesday. That's all. Yeah. So um, should get one in January or February because yeah, inflation. But when you've had a, when you've again. had a bad four or five weeks, you've got to have some good news. And good news for them on their part, they think the inflation's coming down. I don't see it that way. I see it as just less more bad news. True, but <laughs> I know you're very passionate, Richard. But stop banging the table. <laughs> it could have been worse. Inflation. Could All you can hear is bang, bang, bang. <laughs> okay. In inflation, inflation could have gone to six percent, and all hell would have broke loose. I think it's down to four point nine for when you've had a, when you've had a bad six weeks, or probably bad two months from the from a couple of weeks out from the voice when they gave up basically. Mm. Any news is good news, and. Inflation is still bad, but it's, it's, there's a four on it now, not a five. I know you're talking about a mentality and stuff like that, but I've got to say that I agree with you in terms of their mentality, but it's still not. Well, real. I did say I look in, I'm looking from the government side of it. Yeah, I understand that, but but it's still not real. Mm. Inflation will keep going up. There will be more interest rate rises. It's just a case of when. It's not if. It's yeah, when. I, I think definitely. I think there's definitely one. I think that'll be in February. Depends with the Black Friday sales. What the mm. So we we have our we have our first comment from Tony. Okay. Thank you for watching, Tony. She says the Labor government aren't personally invested in anything, and it shows. 
Yep. Oh, well, if that, yeah. I think that's true. I, I think that they just think everything, everything's wonderful and, or it'll be okay and they're wonderful and, yeah. I, 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 think, I think Tony's dead right. Mm. At the same time, I'll say this over again. Um, I want to hear Sam say that, though. Tony's dead right. Come on. I'm not that going that bad. I think Tony's dead right. But how, how, it was a different time back when we had a mining boom. Still have. We still do. Yeah, but is it quite the same? Yeah, it is. Iron because North, iron and this, this is the thing this is the thing that our generation can remember, which yours can't. And that is that Australia, um, before the mining boom, before mining really started sort of kicking on and you know, giving a lot of money to this country, Australia was a poor country. There just wasn't money for things. And if we keep going the way we're going, we'll we'll kill our mining industry and we'll become a poor country again. We will be the white trash of Asia without mining. Well, it's all like what Keating said, didn't he? Mm? Like what Keating said. For yeah, I was like quoting, quoting Labor Prime Ministers, yeah. you know. Tony says, say it, Sam. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> but not particularly with knowledge. <laughs> We're going to have to have Tony on the show one day so people will know who Tony is. She's too yeah. scared. She's too scared. <laughs> Call in, Tony. At least say hello. <laughs> too scared. The uh, the link is in the chat if anyone wants to call in. And we we would appreciate people She's coming too in. Too scared of you know. <laughs> <laughs> too scared of you know. <laughs> What's Albanese scared of? Everything. It's driven by fear. That's all. That's all that drives him. He's frightened of everything. I think. You know. I mean, he's driven by fear, meanness, avarice. He's attached to everything. Mm. Be interesting to show his character the next couple of months or the next six months. He's had a great dream run up until The Voice. He won't be around in three months, Tom. You think so? No. You're making a Sam prediction now. Three to six months, I'll I'll cover myself a bit. I I can't see him in charge in May next year. Who's going to replace him? Well, it's between Richard Miles and Bill Shorten. Uh, May the best man win. I think Chalmers. Chalmers? Yeah. No. The problem with problem with Chalmers, he's based in Queensland, so small, he hasn't got enough votes. Precisely. That's the problem. Yeah. He's, he's not a contender. Well, what about um, – He could be. He could come through the middle and do a Morrison mm-mm. between Chalmers and Shorten, both from Victoria. No, it'll be Victoria. Tony says he's being frightened of being found out. Everyone, everyone has already found him out. He was he was frightened before that. He's frightened. He's been frightened all his life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's piss weak. Yeah. The problem. I think this is we disagree. I disagree with Richard, not because we basically disagree on this one. We've privately and publicly we've said this. Um, mm. I think there's no replacement. I think <coughs> he's rocks the left wing of the Labor Party rock solid behind Albo. Well, Richard Miles was at the Cricket World Cup, looking very prime ministerial. He looked pretty prime ministerial in Parliament last last, well, that's, last week. That's that comes back to your mutiny mm. point. 
Yeah. But how does it work now with the Labor Party? Because I don't think they can just challenge like they used to. Rudd's brought in this uh, new... What I was told I, uh, and happened in, um, in, in Tasmania. For example, if someone says I'm standing down, if one person calls says I want to, um, I'm the one who wants to be Premier, if there's no challenger, he can't, he becomes the, the minute the, the Premier or head, head Prime Minister. But if someone challenges me, there's a da- challenge, that means it has to go to a public to a vote. So all the members have a vote and it comes to caucus, which can take three or four months. Okay. And that's embarrassing. So and that's the problem with the road, re- road reforms. It takes too long. Yeah. I think they'll just overturn them. They'll have a caucus meeting and overturn them. I just can't see it. I just can't see it. I just don't think. Unless it comes, unless the. the, the Where do you think the polls will be in three months' time? Around 50 50, maybe 51 49. I reckon. I just, I, I, what do you think? I'd give me, you think it's going to get 55 45? I don't think they're going to slide that quickly because we, you got to remember we just had the voice referendum. That was a pretty big dent for them. But what's to come in the next couple of months that's going to cause just as big a dent? I don't think it's going to be quite as quite as. Steep. I think there's a loss of faith. There's disillusionment. A lot of people believed this this government about what they said they would do and could do, and that's all been exposed. Yeah, but people say that uh, it wasn't the Labor Party that won government, it was Morrison that lost government. Yeah, but they're still the government. They made a lot of promises about what they would do and what they would bring. None of those have materialised. None, none of the good ones anyway. The $275 power thing is, is going to kill us bad. It's going to kill him. Well, you don't make dumb promises like that. And, well, they and did. They, are, they always do. The biggest dumb one. Yeah, but people believed him. Wow. The biggest, dumbest one was when he said on election night, I'm going to put a referendum on. Yeah, well, you know my theory on that. That, that scared the hell but Jesus. I, I think he just uh, he got so excited that he's now Prime Minister and he had to have some grandiose announcement, some grandiose statement, just like previous Prime Ministers had done before. Oh, we're going to... But he had talked about it before. This, this was his vanity project to become a historic figure. Well... I mean, it didn't go so well for him. No. And I might, and so we come back on the other side. I think Dutton, Dutton's done a good job. Dutton, he's he's shown his twenty years' experience. Dutton has just been chipping away, chipping away, not not trying to make a big. It's like in cricket, he's not playing the big shots. He's just pushing the singles. Put one down the third man, leg glance the fine leg. Yeah. The thing what he's done is. He's, they're pretty, there's no, you've heard nothing about disarmament, you know, nothing, so it's a pretty tight ship. But what he's done was he's shown his 20 years of leadership. And, and Susan, like, you can bag the crap out of him, out of her, mm. but she's been in Parliament for 20 years. You've got Barnaby that's been there for 15, 20 years. There's some mm. experienced people there. They, they, got, they got smashed in the inner city. Mm. There's still some experienced people there. So what they did was they let the government run there and celebrate for the first 12 months. Yeah, let them play all their aces. Now it's come back to bite them. Mm. That's experience, and mm. Dutton's shown that experience. Dutton yeah. won't listen to what the Guardian says. Won't listen to what Twitter says. We're doing it this way. And how safe is Dutton? Who's going to challenge him? 
Yeah, I can't think There's of that no one. Well, the Liberal Party seems to be in this no. civil war. Only in New South Wales. But, yeah, and I mean, the Liberal Party's not in good shape in any state, really. But federally, they seem to be pretty strong. Hmm. I think, I'll, I think, I'll, I think I'll, one of the measures of the strength of Dutton is that you really don't hear a lot of freelancing from the from the Liberal left. You hear, you hear Bridget Archer, you know, do her stupid stuff. She's know. a lone wolf. But she's, you know, she's on her own. She's There's totally not three or four of them. To- oh, wow, I believe this. Tony says, Sam's right. About what? <laughs> <laughs> this is like a love-hate relationship that's going on here. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. But I think Dutton's shown his experience. Yeah. It was quite the first 12 months. He just tried to settle the troops down. He's done, I think he's done a lot of work with the state branches except for Victoria. Yeah. And he's got candidates ready to go mm. in some of the inner city seats. He's got North Sydney. There's a couple other seats. Tony says they played all their aces. The Labor Party. I suppose, yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. that's what she's saying. Well, they've got, they've got a couple of months now to, to regroup. I think what happened was what Tony says is, is probably right. Um They've got, I think Labor, what the government said, we got beaten by the voice. Let's, let's just get to Christmas and have a mini reset. But then the High Court came in and killed it off that. That just blew the whole thing up. Mm. No. So we'll go back to my, my question, which is where do you think the polls will be in three months' time? I think 51, 50. It depends, what the, depends how the economy is going. If inflation mm. gets down to, to a low four or by Easter or February. Mm. March, March. Well, what are the next? Like, what, what's the next big things? Queensland election in September next year. What about the misinformation, disinformation? I bill? think, I think that's it's done. It's in the back burner at the moment. Mm. People are still scared about it. Yeah, I know. But I know you and I were at a a meeting in uh, in the, in our in, uh, in uh, the northern beaches, and people were very scared about it. And you and I were the only ones in there saying. It's not going to happen in the next, I think, later that day it was deferred. Back, back burner mm-hmm. to the never ever. Well, they're, they're claiming religious yeah. exemptions. Uh, apparently something was pushed through. If it's, going to get, if it's going to get done, if it's going to get through, it'll have to be done the first half of next year because you wouldn't want it done now with three months, four months before election, say March of 25, which is only mm-hmm. 16 months away. Mm-hmm. So you do it in the first half and try and get all the, it's like, Clean all the rubbish out and make sure you got everything done six months out. Yeah. For example, you want to be all clean, ready to go by at the end of September and give it a clean six months out before the election. Hmm. That's where I think. I don't think they've got that sort of time. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to stand behind. I don't think Albanese will be Prime Minister in May. So. If you were in the uh, Labor Party, Richard, Mm-hmm. You're in the in the, you're in the government, and you want to vie for the leadership. What arguments would you be making against Albanese to change leadership? I look at the trend of the polls since the election. Um, I would I would say we've yeah we haven't we haven't had a narrative that's constructive for the last eighteen months. We haven't addressed cost of living, and the country's screaming for us to do that. And we need a reset. But couldn't you argue that every every government, even even as back far as Howard, 
whenever they would get elected, they would have this downslide period in the middle of their mm. their uh, their term, and it wasn't until they were ramping back up to the election that they would pick up steam again. And Howard used to do that all the time. He was always down and out, and then he'd somehow bounce back. Howard's got more conviction than Albo. Yeah, Albo's Albo's basically incompetent. So I'm not going to argue he, there. He's he's got he's got nothing to bring to the, the only, table. He's got no the only, ideas. The only thing in favour of Albo, mm. and we'll, we've dis, we've disagreed privately about it. There's a lot of those senior ministers who went, who went through Rudd Gillard, right? Mm. And they're not going to do what they did eighteen ten years ago. There's no way they're going to say to themselves, "We're not going to get in this situation. If we're going to die, if we're going to get beaten in eighteen months' time, we might as well die without." Don't be weak in the knees and, and pamper the opinion polls. So it depends whether you're going to lose your seat and whether you think you've got a chance of seeing out your. Well, that's where the backbenchers. Obviously, the backbenchers the next two months. There'll have been a lot of talks this week in private. Basically, yeah. what leaks out to the press now. You, you've got to watch for David Crow, or you've got to watch for some people in the Guardian and stuff mm. like that. And see what just little bit leaks out. Tony's saying. In Ireland, they've used anti-Semitic hate speech to sneak through their disinformation bill. Well, well we're, always, we're always a year or two behind, so I don't know what happens then. Mm. I don't think the disinformation bill will go through. I just don't think so. I don't Not think when they've got no momentum, yeah. no momentum. I think if it does go through, it will be more like their carbon tax or mining tax. It will get through, but it will be the death of their government, and the next government will come in and will repeal it. They're not going to. They're not going to. Put in that legislation. Think they're going to lose. If they're going to think they're going to lose government, they're not going to put that legislation through. Mm. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to. No. They, they, they don't have anything in the bank. They've blown their holes in the bank account. Uh, and with me and Richard had long arguments with these ones. Yeah. Uh, two things. Three things. Australians will generally give the government a benefit of the doubt. They generally don't sack first terms. Why well, they won't sack Albert? But if there's a bit of stability there, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Two, a lot of experienced ministers there from from Rudd Gillard Rudd. You know, you've got O'Connor, King, Claire, Burke, Wong, um, the bloke Burke, um, Claire, um, Plebisek. Everybody had Plebisek each other's guts, but they'll still want to. They'd rather be on the right-hand side of the speaker than be on the left-hand side of the speaker. And if it gets there again, a lot of them might bail out and get out, get out of parliament. Mm. So we don't want to go through this again. Yeah, I rather, I rather, I think they'd rather die on their feet than <clears throat> to be weak on their knees. Look, I understand the argument, <clears throat> and and I don't disagree with it per se. But the thing is that the K mutiny is about is about a captain who who refused to change course, and the ship was in danger of being sunk in a typhoon. And then in that emergency, the executive officer mutinied, relieved him of command and took over to save the ship, to save the crew. And and this is the sort of situation which last week illustrated, I think. So that was just the first iteration of it. You know, and and everyone's in denial about it, as Steve asked about, you know, it's like but there'll be more instances. This government is not is not travelling. It's stuck and it and it's sinking. We've talked about the government and the opposition. I, think, I, I agree. I think it's stuck, but I don't think it's quite sinking yet. 
Jesus, they've taken on a lot of water. They have, but they're still swimming. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pumps aren't working so well. Well, I just think if if I think I said if these back benches go out, go right. out. Let's 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 let let's, them go let, out there. Let's say the poles are fifty two forty eight in two months' time. What are you going to say then? No. Okay. What's the what's the what's the primary vote of the Labor Party? If it gets if it's an, if there's a two on it, that's when they're in a bit of trouble. Well, it will be. It'll be twenty nine. Well, that's when that's a bit of a problem because if it's 29 and 13 the Greens, they can't win government. I mean, the central poll is already reckoned that it's 29. Oh. It's only the Greens that are sort of that's holding them up. Yeah, holding them up. Yeah. I mean, the Greens are not, not good for buoyancy, Matt. They're not. So <laughs> we, it's one thing we both agree on. Have, um, so, so say we go to the next election and Labor lose a, a hell of a lot of seats, they will look to the Greens to form a coalition, but they would also look to the Teals. I think that more Teals would be more safe than, than the Greens. Yeah, well, I don't think there'll be more than three Teals left. I disagree with you there. I think they'll... I That's OK. Think. I'm happy to put money on They them. might. <laughs> they might lose a seat. I think they might lose a seat. But I don't. OK, well, let's go through. Who do they lose? I think they might lose McKellar. I'm sure they'll lose McKellar. Oh, that's all I think. She's underperformed, so if North Sydney, North Sydney's going to disappear. More. Yeah, there won't be North Sydney. That's two, right? Oh, I, I didn't talk about. I didn't talk about North Sydney losing. I'm talking about Goldstein. Okay, so oh, but before we, before, before we get ahead, so you're saying that North Sydney will be eaten up in the distribution? No, it'll be abolished. It'll be abolished. Yeah, and it'll be spun um, off to everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So North Sydney will become half Warringah and bit of Ben along the new. Yeah, they'll lose, they'll but, lose but a bit to Ben along. I can never pronounce the name, but Kylie, I think you think she would move to, she might go down to Cook, for example. Oh, I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere but here. They'll, they'll, she'll leave Parliament. Well, they'll be up to the Climate 200 people to decide who they I mean, I've never seen them pick ha, up more they done, in Parliament. Have her. they done anything? I'll give you this. I did a little bit of research. I did, we, uh, we will talk about it later probably. We were at the Reckless Renewables Rally. Uh, today, earlier today, and I, I spoke there, so I did a little bit of research about. I went on all the Teals websites, and uh, I, you know, I was a little bit impressed by Allegra Spender. I must say, I don't know. Uh, there's some. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> there's some stuff there about taxation that she's doing that I want to dig into. I didn't. I I kind of skimmed over it. Well, I told you Allegra Spender a couple of months. Ago. You still haven't sold me, but I think um that's a rabbit hole. She's, I do need to go. She's down. not a moron. No. So she's a little and bit different than the rest of them. She's very she's different. From, she's from a political family. Plus, plus she's got a big Jewish constituency, which she's got to be mindful of. So different ball game. Okay, so out of the teals, who's 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 gone? So we've mentioned McKellar, Sophie yeah. Scamps is I think gone. That's the only one. Who no. goes up against her though? Because oh, they had gone. they had Felinski, Jason, Jason Felinski, but he's now the president of the Liberal Party. I don't think he'll go. Oh, let's hope that Rory Amon moves moves to a, a higher level of performance. Uh-huh. Tony says Sam's other girlfriend. <laughs> well, you better apologise, Tony. I said she was okay, and you still and you you and Stephen <laughs> said she was not worth four bob. I think you uh, half apologise, but you won't say so that. But <laughs> what what did she say on taxation that you liked? Oh, she said that we got to cut taxes and cut some spending. She's saying we've got to cut taxes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what I like about her is, is that she's ruthless. She'll do anything to win. <laughs> well, <laughs> Zali's like that too. You like Zali? 
Uh, no, but Zali's um, um, consumed with the image of success rather than the the, the actual um, substance of it. So you're saying that Allegra wants to achieve? Yeah. Like for no, the she good wants to do good. She wants to do good. She's Joan of Arc. Huh? She's not there. She's leading a holy cause. She might do this for, for change the world and make it a better place. Where Zali's probably there to say, oh, "I like being in Parliament." Where Zali wants everyone to tell her how wonderful she. Yeah, is. Yeah, but what else is Zali going to do? <laughs> it's not much more. She hasn't got much intelligence, I personally. <laughs> not much substance. But I think I think Allegra Spender's got a bit more substance. That's all. Yeah, she does. Mm. No, that's a that's a rabbit hole we can go down. Mm. But the two Melbourne, the two Melbourne teals are. Finished. Finished. I, I, I yeah. disagree. I think they'll. I think they'll both hold cup and, and I, I think. I think Kuyong will will be hold comfortably for the tails and just lean into your mic a bit if you can, Sam. I, I think. Um, I think that um, the way the the demographics in Kuyong, depending what they do with the redistribution down there, um, I think she'll hold comfortably. And Nick Ryan is gone. And I think um, no, in not a chance. In in um, Zoe Daniel's seat, I think well, she'll probably lose a percent or two with the Jewish vote around Caulfield and things like that. But that's a changing demographic down there too. It's a, there's a different. There's a different. Depends if view. that read of, if they lose that seat of, of um, McNamara might go. They saying or hang on, hang on, hang on. Didn't the Teals come out in support of Palestine? No, they've always believed in the two-state solution. And Allegra Spender signed on to that too, did she? I think she did. Yeah, she did. She she came out um, differently, I think. But um, well, so Holmes are caught, and that they're they're two they're a two state solution. They believe in the two state solution. Does Israel believe in the two state solution? It believes in getting peace um, at almost any cost. Their their problem is that they. They have no one to negotiate with because there's no one that actually represents the Palestinians. So they don't have anyone to negotiate with because there's so many disparate groups that they they can't make an agreement. Mm. They, and they, they tried giving unconditional autonomy to Gaza and seeing how well that worked. So, I, I, I don't know much about the Middle East, to be truthful. That's my opinion. Just stay out of it. Stay right out of it. I've I've never been there. That's right. It's it's very complex. I'd rather talk North Sydney to to Curtin, but I couldn't talk about (laughs) from from Gaza to Tel Aviv. I try and stay away from that sort of stuff. That's out of my pay grade. Well, it's like like with anything. The same thing happened with The Voice. They just put a blanket over everything and they think that these people have a like-minded Group think mentality. It's like saying that all Australians are Labor supporters. Well, it doesn't I, work like that. I'll start from the start. I got the voice wrong. I thought it was 55 45. I got that wrong. So, Tony, I apologize for that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, I got that wrong. But uh, it was almost a Brexit situation. You, Brexit, where the inner cities voted yes to remain. Hmm. And the further, went, the further west you went, or further into the working class areas of, New South, of Australia and same in England up north. It just was a bigger, bigger leave and, and no in Australia. Look at you look at some of the places, you know, well, the booze in some of these country areas, like some some parts I know they're only small booze. They were ninety five percent no. Yeah. I'm sure there's small farming te- places you've never heard of, but 
and you see them, so God, 95%. It was just, and even in Western suburbs of Sydney and Melbourne, they were 65, 70%. Yeah. Mm. Um, and in Labor electorates, Labor electorates. Yeah. Um, I heard a poll, I didn't catch it all, but they were saying that there was a poll recently where I think it was as high as 87% said that they supported a voice, but the ultimate vote was no. So what the, the argument is that a lot of people out there do like the idea of a voice. They just didn't like how it was sold to them. And it I was think the way that all, Albanese sold it and the, and the Yes campaign sold it that they just they had to I, vote against I disagree with you. I think what they want to, I think in the Constitution is what Dutton said, and Dutton's right. <clears throat> Recognise Aboriginals and that's it. Don't give them a voice. Acknowledge that they were here 60,000 years ago. That's it. 60, 60 now, is it? What was it now? I, I don't know. I thought that's it was what 55. they were but I'm trying to acknowledge him in the it's Constitution. A, it's a big argument to have on that yeah. one. Yeah. Does it matter if they were here 10,000 years? Or 60, yeah, is there any right. difference? What really? I'm trying to say is that basically acknowledge them that they're in the Constitution and that's it. And I think Australians would have got 90%, I think 90% would have voted yes to that. I want to go back to the Parliament because we've talked about Labor, <laughs> we've talked about Liberals, and we've talked about the Teals. Mm-hmm. What about the other parties that are, are still floating around? We've got the Greens, we've got, we saw them all. Stand up and walk out the other day. Oh, that's just that's just a bit of publicity. But how are the Greens travelling? Pretty well, I think. Especially in the city. Yeah. yeah I well. can't see them winning seats in Adelaide and Adelaide and Perth these days. I think. They're, but I would never believe they'd win seats in in Brisbane. They did. Well, a lot of renters. Well, Brisbane. Yeah. So they've. I've, if it comes back to a pot, the Greens have been targeting the Palestinians, thinking they can win votes in Western Sydney, mm. and in and the, where where the Muslims in Melbourne, up in the north, north up towards the airport, in that broad meadow stuff like yeah. broad broad meadows and north and Park, west, north, no, mm. yeah, from from broad meadow around to the airport in Melbourne. We have a we have a, a, a little oh, bit of a lengthy man. comment here from Graham, uh, who contributes quite a lot. So hello, Graham. I'm curious to know why Western governments have such strong opinions about events in the Middle East. I would prefer them to focus on their own countries. The Australian government should have no opinion, which is which is how I I tend to. Oh, if, you're, if you're part of the of the world thing, you should have a, you should have a policy on stuff like that. Hmm. You just can't be saying. We can't be neutral all the time or say, "Oh, we don't want to know." We're just an isolated country. But should you be picking a side? Well, I'd, li- I'd like to pick a side. If that was if that was a if that was a Dutton government or a coalition government or even a, if that was a shortened government, yeah. anyone from the right wing of the Labor Party would have backed the, the Israelis to the hilt. Yeah. But, Albo saying, oh, we've got to have a, you know, peace on both sides. It's just basically what the Greens are saying. We believe in peace, but also believe in the end of apartheid now, all that sort of thing. It's just saying mm-hmm. we want peace, but we want Israel out and deep down. They're yeah. In, the Greens are anti-Semitic. They know that yeah. themselves. You have to, oh, definitely. You don't have to be a road scholar. Even I can work that one out. That's, you know, so the Greens are tracking okay. What about, uh, I guess who's left, Ralph Babette? Yeah. Yeah, I from think UAP. I think he's learning a lot. Mm. To become a parliamentarian, it doesn't take 10 minutes. Mm. And what about One Nation? Well, obviously they've taken a hit when Latham and Rod Roberts left. But if you look at the opinion polls, they're still tracking at six and seven. They didn't buy it. 
But I saw a graph the other day on in the in the Oz with Newspol. It, it dipped down a couple months ago when when Latham left, but it's mm. come back up a bit. So it's yeah. or do they do these polls, but just based on state, like if it was in a state election? No, no, no. no. Like, do you think there will be a difference between federal and state when people view One Nation? Yep, you probably you might well be right. That with Latham, I, I think One Nation in in Queensland is very. Very different to everywhere else. That's right. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's their base. It's like Queensland. You know, they're a different party. People, people in Queensland are not really going to care about what happened to Mark Latham, whereas New South Wales people do, because he was the head horse to follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had Rod Roberts with him. Now, now they're no longer there, and I guess a big heart. Their, their heart is gone. Their brain and their heart is gone. That's mm. right. That's and there's right. not really anything left. No, there isn't. No, there's a lot of reconstruction to do if they want to go get anywhere. Mm. The only thing in their favour is that they've got name recognition. Mm. They are part of a, the political system. And what about your good friends, the Liberal Democrats, which are now like, the Libertarians now, yeah. is that right? Yeah, look, early days, still small. Early, early days? You've been around for 20 years or so, haven't you? Not really, I don't think. We'll see. We'll see how we go with the new name. That's going to be that's going to be a real real test for you. Mm. you know, you've got to work hard, work hard. Right? There, there are a lot of people that um, are not are not that invested in putting a lot into it. Oh, I, I don't think. Oh, to some of the people I've spoke to, they're pretty passionate about them. Mm. You know, the people behind John John Ruddick, um, yeah, they're bit, they're passionate about it. People, Sam, how do you think John Ruddick is going? I'd. He's only been a parliament for six, seven months. It takes time. Some of the issues he's gone, I think they're not state issues, but that's the way he's gone. If he's looking at the bigger picture, longer game, that's you know, obviously he's got a, he's got a strategy behind it. Um, yeah, that's the way he's going. Yeah, I, I might be I mean, a, a, well, a political well, well, nerd. I've but I read Hansard. That's that's how boring a person I am. Um, you know, you read some of that, and some of the stuff he does talk. It's got it's basically a bigger picture. Graham has uh, put a comment. He says, I agree. Latham is a big loss given his political experience. That's right. Certainly the mouse, the political mouse. But Uh, just to come back to your question, I think the the Lib Dems or Libertarians, as they are now, have to have a lot of work to do building up branches because, you know, they're just in in the capacity to – do enough manning of booths and things like that and letter drops and even sort of established branches. And um, that's really what, what we've got to concentrate on. And I'm not I'm not sure we're sort of really on the right track yet with that. Oh, but we, but we, we did have a very successful opening in the South West Sydney branch. you got some very good talent, young talent down there, mm-hmm. young people that, Enthusiastic, yes, they're willing to do the work. That's sometimes, I mean, yeah, that's, that's that a big plus a big that difference. a lot of other parties are, are, are yelling for. Mm. They're desperate for, for people like that. Mm. Yeah, the sad thing is, do the do the libertarians have a spot for these people in parliament? Well, in low, lower house elections, are going to are going to be quite a thing. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we're there yet. So I think John, what John's got to do, mm. and it's hard, is to get on, try and get on the mainstream media. 
Mm. You might get on occasion with Corey Bernardi, but does he ever on, does he get quoted on Channel 7 the news on the 6, six o'clock news where Latham did a bit sometimes? Sure. Now, mm. obviously, you've got to get on well. You've, uh, he's only been there for six, seven months, eight months, wherever it is. So he's got to have relationships with journos and stuff like that. So that, that takes time and trust. Yeah, how trustworthy he is, who knows, you know. Mm. But that takes time. If, you know, that 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 ten second grab at ten past six when people are sitting down at night mm-hmm. or over on YouTube or what, live and say, "Oh, that's John Ruddy." Oh, okay. Just because you've still Australia's still a lot of mainstream, a lot of alternative media like this, but you've got to he's got to get some. Mm. He's got to get in the mainstream media a bit more. So you're even a radio gig on two GB or something like that, he's just got to. He's, I think he's got to get a bit of mainstream, get a bit of because obviously. With Fordham, he goes all the way in New South Wales. He goes to Queensland too, does he? So he would be all in New South Wales. Mm. So that's what he's trying to look at. Mm. I think going to Chris Smith, we have due respect TNT radio and all, but what, what, what? It's, it's picking up. ADHT. I've noticed with Chris Smith, uh, a few months ago, he would say, call in. You know, maybe he'd get one call or a week or, or maybe a couple of uh, emails a day. Not much, you know. There was there wasn't really anything at all. You listen to him now, and he's getting more and more and more more to, talk back. Uh, more, not so much talk back. He does get he does get more talk back, but it's not a lot. He's getting a lot more comments. Okay, comments on the chat, emails, that sort of thing. So sort of a guide. He's picking up. He's picking up some traction. Well, I was talking to a guy. At, we went to that thing today on the top of Martin Place, and I was talking to another chap that would belong to a a h. ADH, yeah. And he was telling me, I, I must say his name, can I say his name? Yeah. Nick, Nick Cater. And we was talking about how alternative media is working and he was telling me that they're getting a lot more stuff. But the problem at the moment is they're not getting enough revenue. So they're looking for more people to try and back them in to get more resource, which is basically more money. Well, how do you make money out of <coughs> streaming, really? <laughs> if you... Advertising is the only way, but who's going to touch ADH? Well, it depends if, you have, if you're only getting 5,000 5, hits a, a day or that's not going to really get commercialised. We've got, um, we've got, said, we've got he, Graham in the chat. He said, in a perfect world, the minor parties would get together and find common ground. They could maintain autonomy while voting as a bloc. I know I'm just dreaming, but it could work if they became serious. And he's talking about federal politics mainly. No, he's not dreaming. There's 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 talk about a joint Senate ticket. Um, now, whether that can actually manifest and, or not is another thing. But who's talking? Because these libertarians that come out and say, well, there's, we're, there's we're talking this, and everyone's sides. going to agree with us, and then it never happens. No, there's talking from all, all sides. I don't know about One Nation, but it, it, I would suspect that it really requires um, being willing to give a lot more than you're getting in terms of who's sitting on the ticket because one nation will basically demand to be on the top of the ticket. I I disagree. I think one nation will probably, I think, well, as long as they're on top of the ticket in Queensland, they'll be happy with that. Everywhere else, they'll be quite happy to to share it around. Will they? And, and then it's a case of whether, you know, Clive Palmer's ego allows him to sort of let, let go of some sort of control. I don't, um, yeah, that's not okay. and, and still get money. That's the biggest question. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to contribute $100 million to. I hear people like Joel Jamal and even John Roke, they say if we could all get 
if all the minor parties could get their acts together, they would have as many senators as the Greens have. Is that that far off the mark? I think eventually that would be true, perhaps not straight away. I mean, I'll be a bit more conservative than than, than just such a an out there sort of assertion. <laughs> I think that's really quite bold. Oh, we'd be the same as the Greens if we all got together. It's like, no. <laughs> I, the perfect in New South Wales, you'd think that wouldn't happen if there was an agreement of that sort of stuff that's had. If, if Pauline says, yes, we'll run dead or to a point and Lib Dems say we'll run, or the Libertarians run dead in New South Wales, mm. well, if Craig Kelly wants to go to Canberra. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah. And then next time, but yeah, at the same time, the Libertarians and the one, na- but the one Nation, one they need revenue of getting primary votes, so it's all about. Well, let, let's talk about this because we had the Re- Reckless Renewables Rally today yeah. mm. um, and it was a whole bunch of uh, – People that had come from all over the country. My wife, I couldn't believe that. People came from Queensland, Victoria, yep, outback New South Wales. Yep, and they came here to tell uh, everyone their story, which was great. That was fantastic because a lot of Sydney people don't realise what's happening in these uh, communities with these uh, re- renewables projects and, and uh, the, what they're what they're facing with these projects. But I guess in this converse, in the context of this conversation, we saw Craig Kelly speak, we saw John Ruddick speak, uh, Barnaby Joyce was there, Alan Jones, a lot of the farmers, or some little guy named Stephen Tripp spoke, uh, <laughs> someone from One Nation spoke. Uh, what, what was your opinion of the people that spoke or maybe that you spoke to in the crowd uh, maybe who spoke the best? Who do, who do, who's, who? Well, if you listen to the probably it is Steve. I mean, there's no question. You're, you're <laughs> by far the briefest. You're the most direct. I've mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, just thrown out the lure. Yep, got one. You didn't beat it. You didn't beat around the bush. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. So some people went a bit too long. We won't name them, but um. But if we look at someone like Craig Kelly. Has he still got fuel in the tank? Has he still got something to offer the voters, or is he just spinning spinning wheels like if if, he's with still, nostalgia? Or if he's still passionate about it, one, well, I think he's still got the passion. I didn't talk to him. Did you talk to him today? I've talked to him before. Yeah, um, I'll say one thing about Craig Kelly: he comes early and he stays late. Yeah, like he Barnaby was, did today. Yeah, Barnaby was the same. Yeah. Some of them came in, spoke, and left. Mm. I stood for five minutes, then they went across the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but the two you mentioned, Craig, uh, Craig Kelly and Barnaby Joyce, they were there for the long haul yeah. and they're willing to speak to yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, they're old style politicians. They they want to keep banging away with their same message over yeah. and over again. Yeah, and uh, and and they're quite effective in terms of their presence. Uh, and that's the thing you notice when you when you're around them that they have a presence. I have. Yeah, particularly Barnaby. I mean, yeah. just know, from his hat alone. Oh, you can you can, you can, you can tease him about his hat, but uh, you know, there's, there's a there's there's a genuine man there. Who's, oh, my he, he was passionate today. Yeah. That's why he is. That's yeah, I missed him speak. Unfortunately, I was speaking yeah. to people in the crowd, but yeah, he was. Tony said yes for Craig Kelly. Mm. So there's still some some support. I, I think it's I think he'd still do a great job as a senator. I yeah I think. I think he's been very harshly dealt with by the media. 
have sort of made him out to be this big, dumb buffoon, and he's anything but. He's been made a scapegoat. Alan Jones made that point. He was right about a lot of things, Mm. climate change, uh, the COVID period. Pandemic. And and he's got courage, you know. It's like I always take my hat off to, you know, someone who's who's put in as a parent the way he has. Mm. He's got a disabled child. I don't I did, think I, did, I didn't know that. I, I don't think it's so much Craig Kelly. The frustration I have with the United Australia Party is that they've disappeared, and they've left their. They had some good candidates, and they had some good supporters, good people behind them, especially where we were in Ruringa. They had a good team there, mm. and what has the party done for them since the federal election? They've just kind of packed up their ball and gone home. And re-register in two well, months' time. Twelve. The months party's time. all about Clive Palmer. That's right. He's, he's the same as, as Turnbull and Rudd. He's driven by vengeance. <laughs> so, what are you driven by, Richard? <laughs> I, I, I'm dri- driven by love, actually. Tony says. Tony said, Barnaby and Craig are conviction politicians. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Tony. I agree if you're there. And she also said they had excellent candidates. I guess she's referring to the UAP. And they did. They definitely did. Mm. But uh, have they been given a platform? Well, the opinion polls are tracking at 1%, 2%, so it takes time. You're talking about libertarians, libertems, or One Nation or UAP. You just can't. The tools have got a different model base now. They, they got money. Yeah, they got money. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's all about the money. And, but they target a certain demographic, and they're, they're successful at the right. And luxury time. beliefs. Yeah, the yeah. tools have got luxury beliefs. That's right. Stuff that you know, finance like they confer status onto onto the holder, yeah. and they prefer defer the cost onto those below. <laughs> Fabulous! What a what an idea. Mm. But um, it takes time. Pauline took 25 years to get to this situation. Yeah, yeah and look at what she had to go through. That's right. That's right. Well, Just I was, uh, yeah, I was I was thinking that uh, you know, maybe Craig Kelly's got to play a few more years, maybe another decade before he has another opportunity of getting the parliament. I hope not. I think he'd make a difference. It'd be if he stands in the Senate this time, yeah, that means he's passionate. If he's not standing, that means he's, he's out. I think he's got the passion. It's just a case of whether he can get the numbers. Graham says, Craig Kelly does have broad ground-level support. The question is, can he turn that support into a winning ticket on at the ballot box? And then he goes on to say, I like Mr Kelly. His previous actions have demonstrated his support for ordinary Australians. Yeah. Well, he's a good man. Yeah. But what happens to good men in politics? Well, they they can suffer a lot, you know, or they can be turned, I guess. But no, not a, not often. They, it's a, not it's often a brutal game. Uh, Glenn Jury Tom said it's a brutal game, mate. There's no prizes for second. So who was who was your standout speaker from today? Who did you like hearing from? Was oh, it Barnaby? Barnaby. Barnaby. And you. <laughs> I only spoke for three minutes. I kept well, it short and sweet. The girl, the girl who's she's a beef farmer. She's from the central. Uh, yeah, uh, was it Kate, Katie? You're talking uh, about? Yeah, she's one of the first ones. She spoke passionately. Passionately, I, I, I do. Um, 
I do encourage people you to go on Chris Covery's site you on YouTube. Go, you should do mm. it on the podcast, mate. I'm trying. Yes, um, but head on to Chris Covery's. He's got footage of the whole. And maybe whole that thing. bloke, that bloke that was on, he spoke from. He's from Cooler, from out the back of, you know, up on, behind the Liverpool planes there. Mm. He he'll do he'll do a podcast. Well, all, everyone I spoke to had a very common uh, theme to them. They said that their local representatives weren't listening to them and hated them, whether it be council, state or federal uh, members. And the other thing was that their local papers had banned them from submitting any more articles. So they're getting shut out completely. And the these big renewables companies would give them uh, maybe a last-minute notification of a meeting that would take place or the plan for work just so they can turn around later and say we've consulted the community. That's right. That's how these are working. So these projects are going ahead. Uh, These people that are pushing back against them are not getting any support from anyone and the, the, the media, the local media is not supporting them, the local parliamentarians are not supporting them and the companies that are pushing these renewable projects are really playing funny business according to these people. And it was just good to see them all get together because they've all formed little groups in their own communities where they've come together today as a collective. Look at today, there was people from, from Queensland, mm. people from the Port Stevens and North and Newcastle. A lot of people down from Illawarra. down in the Illawarra, yep. People from yeah. Melbourne, Mel- Victoria, and people out the out the back of Coolar, Dubbo region, and some stuff around Yes, the guy there's like that spoke passionately from Yes. Mm. So they it was a good cross section of people around the country. Yeah. Yep. Does Barnaby get back to the Nationals leadership? I'd love, I'd love him to, but I don't think it's going to happen. He, he, he's just a good, good local member. Maybe his wife might. Which one, Vicky? <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. She's young enough to to take over from. Yeah. Why not? Okay, so we're we're at the hour mark now. Should we wrap things up? Have you got anything else to say, Richard? No, I think that's not, that's it. Yeah, we had a couple of other issues to go. Well, what do you want to talk about? Um, no, we, probably, we can yeah. wait. We can wait until next week. Just next week. Next week. I thought this was going to be a monthly <laughs> thing. Now, now, now you next month. You want to jump <laughs> on that? <laughs> no, I just think. Uh, I guess we should ask uh, people watching: Should it be fortnightly or monthly? Monthly. Monthly. Yeah. And maybe, oh, I don't know, one, one around Christmas, New Year's when it's pretty quiet. We might come back. When you want to you do a year in review? You want to do one now? No, not now. Well, it is because the Parliament finishes today or tomorrow. Tony says fortnightly. She loves you guys. <laughs> no, no, Tony. <laughs> Well, you'll get bored. Of, you'll get the bored. That's, that's killed it. <laughs> you'll get bored and the shits with me. So I, think, I think you guys. I think I'll get phone calls tonight. Going, you know what we should talk about next? You yeah, said okay. well, that's probably good. But no, just um, I think monthly. And and I think the year review can do it now because simply there's nothing going to go on in the next couple of weeks. I've got to teach you boys how to use the microphones and yeah. <clears throat> Stop banging the table and Sorry. <laughs> stop leaning back in your chair yeah, and looking no. like this. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Not used to this sort of thing. But we, 
I tell you, it's pretty good, pretty good equipment, mate. I'll give you this, mate. You bought the Mickey Mouse stuff. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, sir. Yeah, but um, I no, just uh, um, the parliamentary year's finished now. <laughs> so you got a few more tricks up there, have you? Oh, I'll add to it. I want to get some Trump on there. All right, okay. China, 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 isn't it? Well, you are fake news. <laughs> I'll get those ones on there somehow. Yeah. I'll figure it out first. We had some tech- technical. Oh, we must talk about some American stuff. What do you think? Is it going to be Biden and Trump? I'm not interested in American politics. You're not interested in American politics? Really? I'm not interested. Why is that? I've got far too much distraction from Australian politics. Fair dinkum, I thought you were. What's wrong with you? I know. You used to bring it up. Local, provincial, parochial, yeah. I'll tell you what happened to me. I I was only ever focused on Australian politics because I grew up under Howard, so Mm -hmm. I just thought, Howard and Costello were fantastic at the time. And, you know, some people pick them apart now, whatever. But at the time, I thought they were great. And then we had Rudd and I couldn't stand Rudd. And then we had Gillard and Gillard was just like chalk, you know, when they, when you get the nails on the chalkboard every time <laughs> she spoke. I just couldn't. I had to turn her off. All right. Uh, so I went looking for, I guess, political stimulation and I came across Ron Paul. All right. And that's how I got into American politics. Yeah. So and then when Trump got elected, it was just every day there was something, revolution, you know, something, revolution. yeah, you know, some. And it, it was amazing with him because he, I, I would wake up, and I would watch one of his speeches because everything was coming through from the night before in America, and I would listen to, you know, getting ready for work. I listened to his speech, and then I'd get, I'd listen to the radio coming into work, and they would, compl- they would have completely distorted everything that happened, everything that he said. It was completely different to what was actually what had actually Mate, come out of his mouth. Yeah, he, uh, he 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 revolutionised. Probably he was ahead of the curve. Yeah, and the establishment didn't like it. They, it was it was Hillary Clinton's turn, and that was it. Tony says yes. Talk American politics. All right. I think Tony just wants us to keep talking. Is that true, <laughs> Tony? Graham says it depends on your schedule. It also depends on your ability to put together topics on a regular basis. Be it fortnightly or monthly. Well, I, I guess it depends on what's Month, happening politically. As far as I'm concerned, monthly. I just think two weeks is. And Tony says, go Trump. Fair and Graham says, uh, American politics affects all Western countries, hence its importance to Australia. You don't agree, Richard? Mm. No. You know, you, know, tr- you can. I reckon what happens in America gets here a couple of years later. You're not an maybe, RFK maybe junior man. Maybe if re-elected. Then I'll pay more attention, but I'm not interested in anything. I reckon he'll blow the place up. He will blow. (laughs) He will fair income. He put Fauci. He'll put Fauci. I don't think he'll get in. I think RFK Junior will take votes votes off him. Off the Democrat, you reckon? Off the more Republicans than. And I say that because uh, RFK Junior is strong on the vaccines. All right, and Trump's not. And it might be five percent or so. Depends what states. If it's the Rust Belt states, that's a that's a big five percent. If it's one percent in North Dakota, who cares? Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I think I think RFK Jr. running as an independent hurts Trump more than Biden. I've read some stuff saying it's hurts it'll hurt the Democrats more than Trump. 
Yeah, so it depends who you read and stuff. Like yeah. That. I mean, we're not there, it's, so it's hard to say we're not living in those places. <coughs> well, obviously, the key is on that, the ground. So the problem with Trump, Trump can't win Arizona because McCain Republicans are hating with a passion and they have still been on. <coughs> we're Republicans, but we're not going to vote because we hate that bastard. You know, basically, you can't stand Trump. You know? <laughs> um, in the Rust Belt, if, you, if, if Kennedy's running, and take one or two percent off the off the Republicans that um, they can't win Ohio and Wisconsin and Michigan. They can't win at all, mm-hmm. and that means Biden wins. We're going to have to talk about it a little bit, Richard, when it gets closer. Especially when we're in this time. This time next year, we will well, know who it'll the be new- more interesting by then. <laughs> what <do you> want? <laughs> well, he'll want. He'll want. He'll want. Uh, uh, he'll uh, want. By talking about Richard Miles and all these people, where <laughs> we, 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 we could be talking about Vivek Ramaswamy I, and I want, Ron DeSantis. I want Biden to either have an aneurysm or a coronary. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, live on stage. Did you see the other? Did you see the other day saying when he was in China said that? That basically <laughs> China is a, a common a, a dictatorial country. You asked me what I wanted. <laughs> he was telling you the other day when he said um, at a speech at, in, 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 when they, when Z was over in, in Graham says um, Australia's current political talking points were mostly born out of America, so it does have context. Really, Richard? Yes, so that's according to Graham. Uh, Tony says Twenty Fifth Amendment. What's the 25th Amendment? 25th Amendment, I'm pretty sure, is when the president is not fit for oh, yeah, service. Well, it could have been the last two years. Well, what's been going on? <laughs> 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 He's freaking hopeless. He just, you can barely walk. You see the turkey thing the other day where he just walked off and went back inside? They reckon he, <laughs> he shot himself. Oh, did they? <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> He pooped himself. <laughs> I tell you, when he when he's when he's finally out of the White House, it'd be some interesting stories and be interesting some books that comes out. You know, oh, yeah. they'll leak it to the Washington Post and New York Times when he's gone. It's how he's just a. F- <laughs> I'm not. I'm not quite sure about this comment from Tony. She says, "Yes, Sam, and see Blinklin's face." Yeah, that's right. That's what I was going to say before I was re- interrupted by these two. <laughs> After Biden said, "Z is a dictator." She, right. she is a dictator. Yeah. And you could see the Blinken's face said, Oh, God, I've busted my ass for the last couple of months to ease the relationship with this silly bloke who's after <laughs> Mencha said he's a dictator. <laughs> Blinken's face said, Oh, this silly old bastard. What the hell's going on here? And, and the know? Chinese can't stand that stuff because I remember one time John what? Cena came out and said that Taiwan was a country. Yeah, and he had to go on and make this video where he, he was speaking in Mandarin or something or other, and he had to profusely apologise. Well, look at they, what they call him. What they call Albo, the handsome boy. Handsome boy. Yeah. Oh, could, we God. could tell a few stories about Albo. Well, I've heard from him in Canberra the last. I 20 think years. I just threw up in my mouth. Handsome boy. Handsome boy. My. He's and you know what Dutton said oh. about that. He said, "At least I'm not Ronald McDonald." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so patronising. So, yeah, the Chinese are so expert and sort of, you know, subtle put-downs. And it's like Albert's such a moron, he didn't even understand that he'd been patronised. So it's it's not, not very convincing. Well, no. Yeah, I still think, you know, Trump and 
all that sort of stuff. I'm still, still a Trump man, but Troy, if he gets in, mate, he'll blow the place up. I, I would say this. Fauci be in jail? Oh, no, no, because then, be then Trump will be in jail. Oh, Trump right. endorsed Fauci. To a point. If RFK Jr. gets in, maybe Fauci will be in jail. Mate, I mean, that, that's more likely because, I mean, RFK Jr. came out. I think he's even said maybe. Where, where is he from? Is he from New York? You've asked me this. I don't yeah, know. No, no. One of those up those upstates, yeah. isn't it? I don't think. I think I think it's somewhere else. It's not New York. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the only thing that interests me about American politics is whether an American president is a good friend to our country. That's the only thing. And it's that like, will never change. I, I, Americans I, need Australia more than we need America, I think. Or both, I, or both mutual because we, we've got no security. Yeah, we ever get, if the Chinese a, ever get on. There's a vast difference between the friendship that Obama showed us and, say, the friendship that George W. Bush showed us. Times have changed because I mean, as far China's as Australia is concerned, George W. Bush was one of the greatest American presidents of all time because he did all this stuff for us, the free trade deal. That's a huge rabbit hole. That's another episode we could talk about. Well, I'm just well, the saying. Free, the free trade agreement. I mean, he, he, might, he might have been one of the most ordinary and terrible US presidents for America, but for us he was sensational. Free trade agreement. Let's <laughs> all bang the table together. One, two, three. <laughs> we just lost our audience. <laughs> lost their hearing. Uh, okay, so Graham's uh, got another comment. Perhaps our PM gets his advice from Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> What's some bloke in Iowa State Stadium in a football game? Tony says, Trump, Trump, he's our man. If he can't do it, Putin can. <laughs> and Tony also says, I would... Argue that we don't entirely need America. Tony, get get back on the pills, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that's a good good uh, way to wrap things up. Sam, how do you feel about this? Good, mate. I'll keep, keep going if you want to. You'll be I'll back tomorrow. Oh, i got to get to work soon. Yeah, fair enough. I'll let you go. Richard? Thank you for having me. Thanks for hosting us. Hopefully next time we won't have so, so many technical difficulties. Yes, we certainly had some technical difficulties, but we got through eventually. Thanks to your IT and um, Richard's wife to the rescue. Yeah, Richard's <laughs> wife. Worth thank thank God for that. <laughs> All right. Well, if uh, if if everyone's, I hope everyone's enjoyed watching this. So it's a little bit different than what Adam and I normally do on the X Candace. But check out the X Candace this Sunday night. We'll be back again uh, as normal. We won't be stopping the X Candace. This is just something else extra or a supplementary. Yeah, we, we always got to expand, you know. As as I always say, Adam and I say, say uh, yes more often than not. And it's just unfortunate Adam lives on the other f- side of the earth, yeah. so he couldn't join us. But uh, maybe in the future we can have Adam along or and other special guests as well. I'm going to leave that up to you, Richard. The only problem with Rand, can Adam play second fiddle to who? Me and me and Richard. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna to have to ask him that in person, but uh, everyone- I'll, tell, I'll tell him that. Yeah, you gotta play second fiddle, mate. Where, 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 where the gold medal here? You sit there and you shut up and do as you're told. All right, thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you next time. Period. End of story. I'm sick of hearing this sort of nonsense from these people. Ridiculous. Yeah. Shame on you, people. Yeah.
room. You've been here for 10 seconds. You're hitting your own around the joint. I have to get the armor out. It's hot in here. I'm sweating like a pig. 